Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. a place where all of your dreams come true. Hey! Way, hey, 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 friends and welcome to episode 6 of the Etienne Regia arc of Vicky's World. I'm your friendly feline paladin Katayab Khan and I just want to fill you in on what happened last week before we get started. Basically, we killed a giant lobster. Also, that lobster happened to be guarding some pretty fucking cool loot such as a magic pipe, a bag of fucking holding and a cute little blue hat. As we settled down to spend the night by the Blood Lake, Gwathryn and Kat Dunnett did a bit of flirting on their watch. Then me and Archie had a bit of dad talk. We made a coin call back home and Archie found out some rather disturbing news regarding a mysterious so-called cousin now running his family's estate. Uh-oh. Then it was Sally's watch. And she rolled very poorly. And that's where we are now. Sit back, relax, injure the closest gibbon, and please enjoy a Vicky's World. Generations ago, the world ended. Forests were torn up, mountains were toppled, and whole lakes were swept away by the power of a furious storm. The only hint of life remaining was the fathomless ocean, pinpricked by islands and lit by perpetual starlight, in a region known collectively as Etienne Regia. While the goddess Hearth oversaw civilization, construction and society, guiding folk who built communities on storm-lashed rocks or networks of houseboats, those seeking fortune and the treasures of the sea sought the bounties of the god of adventure, Journey. The twin gods worked in harmony for many moons beneath the celestial fabric of stars. But as the storm began to weaken half a century ago, opening new trade routes, a third power rose in Etienne Regia, the Regent Company. Now a dominant faction with the largest fleet of ships and representatives in every parliament, elder council and local committee, wherever you go and whatever you do in Etienne Regia, the Regent Company is watching. Tonight... 
our heroes slumber at the edge of Blood Lake as the morning blooms and the twilight turns only slightly brighter. The red waters before you, Sally, are serene in the starlight, and you have a moment to reflect to the music of the snores of your companions behind you. The rustling of the jungle and the peace of the morning lull you quietly into a slumber you hardly notice yourself slipping into, two butts preening his feathers peacefully at your side. It's actually three nips. Oh, sorry. Three nips preening his... Is he, is he an octopus? No? Well, unless I can use this time to recast two butts, he's going to have to be an octopus, yeah. Okay, in that case, three nips preening his suckers peacefully at your side. <laughs> If you've never seen an octopus preen at suckers, guys, you have not lived. You have not been to the spaces of the internet in which Sasha lives. So great. Sally, it's that day. You are nine years old and you can feel the clammy metal of your new necklace as you fiddle with it, thumb feeling the indents of the odd celestial bodies etched into its surface over and over. Your teacher in front of you is droning on, something about theology that never interested you, his shoulders slowly turning white as his words make his hair powder drift down as dust onto them. But you are thinking about the man. The man who found you yesterday, who spoke so gently and who gave you a very pretty gift. Your big sister has jewellery, old stuff your mother said she was responsible enough for when she came of age, but this is your first piece. And you don't know why your mother went pale when she saw it, or why your father sent you to your room early last night. Things are tense, but you have a present from a kind stranger, and that alone is comforting. As if thinking of your father makes him appear, there he is, at the door to the classroom, filling the wooden hall with awkward silence as your teacher's words grind to a halt. He looks red-cheeked and breathless, and a sheen of sweat is shining on his bald head, and he orders you out of the room. Selina, come with me. His grasp on your hand is tight, and he does not release it, marching you through the town and down to the docks. Your school shoes slip on the cobbles here. Everything has a film of grease and guts. Even the air makes you feel like you're breathing in a thin film of sea meat. A boat bobs in the cold waves before you, wooden and battered. You recognise it as the fishing boat that your parents used for work, except your sister is on it too. She's helping your mother haul a trunk on board. You ask your father what's going on, but he just hauls you aboard as well. As the boat pulls away from the harbour, you watch the coastline disappear, and you know deep in your heart you will not be returning. You know you will not get to tell your school friends goodbye. You know you won't be getting that apple in your desk back. It's going to start to rot and smell. You know your brother's grave will go untended. And over the years, you'll come to know that this, all of this, is your fault. You awake with a start to the sound of chittering monkeys. You're still at the edge of Blood Lake, curled up where you dozed off beside the half-skeleton you pulled from the waters, and a trio of gibbons are reaching their sinuous arms into your pack to grab for your provisions. Seeing you wake, they hurry back to the tree line and swing away, but their racket has woken your friends, and all of you have rested, some better than others. Sally, as you blink these memories from the forefront of your mind, what do you want to do?
I mean, I'd like my octopus to kill one of the gibbons, but I feel like that's not <laughs> an option in this scenario. Oh, Sally. <laughs> the gibbons move too fast. <laughs> I know, the gibbons nips. are disappearing. I'm like, three nips, charge! And he's like, I don't, I don't he think does this charge. is going to work for me. If you tell him to charge, he charges, but it's very slow. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> like pulls himself oh. forward on the I sand. watch my octopus retreat into the trees after the gibbons. And <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> I myself retreat into the trees also to take a moment by myself. Okay. Uh. <laughs> uh, you step away. The jungle uh, uh, the jungle wraps around you as you, uh, uh, as you kind of step in for a moment. Uh, it's morning and the air tastes different. The morning happens when the tides change and vice versa in the evening. Um, but you can take a moment. What are you thinking about? I'm going to contemplate my dream. Um, I've probably not not something I've thought about for a long time. Um, I'm going to think about what my father could have found out during the day or so. Potentially think about where he could have gone. Think back about clues I might have missed. Uh, think about my sister and what might have happened to her since I left a long time ago now. Tell me about your sister. Your sister Sora, right? Yes, yes, Sora. I think we had a pretty, like, normal relationship, nothing too contentious. But having said that, she was a little bit older, so I think... And she was a lot more conventional, so we probably had a little bit of a distance. Um, But nothing horrible or scarring. Just a slight tension of, you're a little bit different from me, and I'm not quite sure how or why. So, just a slight edge. Hmm. A warmth with a slight edge. Hmm. That sounds pretty true to a lot of sibling relationships. Yeah, (laughs) that makes sense. So when you think about these things, the mysteries that have plagued you for years, you were very young when all this happened. Mm. How how do you feel? I would imagine that because I haven't thought about this in such a long time, there's a sort of reluctant bittersweet nostalgia. Hmm. It's very nice. So, as you're, sorry, go on. As you're, uh, as you're feeling this, um, the rest of your party is sort of waking up. Uh, everybody is woken early enough by these monkeys uh, to see Sally just sort of striding off into the, the woods, looking like she may need uh, a little alone time or a little company, depending on. I call just round my shoulder going, I'm, I'm just, just going to look at the gibbons now. Don't follow me. Thank you. And I go, what's a gibbon? <laughs> so it's a it's a really really cool monkey but you wouldn't like it stay where you are thank you i i don't know what monkeys are <laughs> uh, okay monkeys are monkeys are the, oh no i spit out of the corner of guathwin's robe i've been chewing on it at night <laughs> oh. <laughs> monkeys are naughty little furry things not like cats they steal they pick at your food but uh they're kind of funny Gibbon. <laughs> okay, that is the name. I, I, I learned I learned a lot by you repeating the name. And the other so stuff I said before. Do know what monkeys are? Do we have monkeys really in the city of Summers? There really aren't that many. Uh, no, I'll say there probably aren't. Yeah, no monkeys. Never seen one before. No monkeys. Mm-hmm. 
So this is one of those things that's going to bother me when I come back from my emotion staring of the trees. I'm going to be like, Archie doesn't know what a monkey is. That's not really the thing to focus on, I would say. <laughs> no, no, but I think it's one of those things where like, I think about my past and I think about my family relationships and whether I miss any of them really fundamentally. I'll question, you know, my own my own mortality as well as as the things that I value and whether I value the same things as other people do and whether I'm just intrinsically different to other people and I'm going to think about this as a whole kind of concept of self thing and then I'm going to be like Archie doesn't know what a monkey is <laughs> and you, you snap hear, me right out of it you hear Archie's voice in your head going sounds like classic avoidance tactics Sally <laughs> I may yeah. be doing like a, a I'm, I'm guessing that there might are there monkeys in the city of cats? Uh, yeah, maybe definitely. I've seen. So maybe I'm like doing a little science display next to Guatherin. I'm like, imagine our friend Guatherin here, but uh, a little bit smaller even, and arms maybe twice as long, and uh, three hundred times as more hair covering the go, entire body. I go, okay, I did see the gibbon. I just oh, have yeah. not seen one before. <laughs> I feel like you're Catelyn's getting very caught goes, up in this. Welcome goes, to the... You know they have a... When I come back, I'm going to start fucking with Archie really hard, just telling him wrong facts about monkeys with total <laughs> confidence. I believe every single one of them. <laughs> this is like you when, when Australians you tell you about various animals in their country. Have you ever had the <laughs> yeah. pleasure of chatting yeah. to an Australian who wants to fuck with you? Yeah, always, I, I feel like they're probably under underplaying it because if you actually then see videos of animals in Australia, it's mad. Yeah. It's just they're like, what has they gone will, on They will under and overplay as required in order for you to believe outrageous bullshit. Kataya writes the word monkey in the in the mud on the ground. So see, monkey. <laughs> uh, and I go, oh, now that I've seen the word written, I get it. <laughs> Kataya, when all this is over, you need to set up, you need to go into teaching, I think. Maybe really? Natural mm -hmm. biology, yes. Yes, Good and point. I write the word teaching in the ground. Oh, <laughs> Wow, what an interesting concept. Anyway, let's get back to Sally's important emotional discoveries. I say. Oh, yeah, does she give us any signal at all? Yes. Uh, you see me just wandering around the woods every so often. I send somebody looking at me going, I'm fine. <laughs> totally fine over here. Just looking for monkeys. Oh, look, there's one. There's not a monkey there. Maybe I'll make, I'll make a little... I'll go, maybe she's a... It's been a... What a heavy day it was yesterday for all of us, surely. Uh, I'll I'll make some coffee. I might make a little fire. Oh, and I was put some... just about to make some coffee. Okay. Ooh. I help I help you badly in making coffee. Oh. <laughs> I write the word coffee in the mud. I go coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. I, I go. Okay, Kataya. Do you want me to do the coffee? Are you feeling all right? No, no, I'm feeling great. Uh, let, let's. Ha I really need the coffee though. Yes. Uh, let's do it cat style. I get some of that thick Arabian coffee. They're really oh, pungent. Yeah. I pop a couple cardamom pods in the in the brew. Did you bring I, all these with you? Uh, is that okay, Vicky? If I have a little breakfast set yeah. in my satchel? This is out <laughs> outrageous, Vicky. I can't believe it's not. This. It's not game changing. It's packed. coffee. <laughs> yeah. You've got the opportunity to pack if you were yeah. if you're traveling emergency. But if if Talal says that one of Katia's priorities was a Arabian coffee set, then he can have it. Yes. You've changed, Vicky. <laughs> I know. I've been worn down by the years. As, as long as it's not like one of those like really ornate coffee pots that's like as tall as your, your yourself, Don't. and he just like puts that out. Sam, <laughs> Sam, samovar kind of a deal. Archie Archie produces his full shisha kit and has a nice yeah. smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fine. <laughs> Did Patrick give you that? Nice gift. No, I've had this the whole time. I've just never oh. mentioned it. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. 
Uh, hey, bring our new friend over to the fire and he, he can join us for uh, coffee. I'm gesturing at the skeleton sitting by the water. <laughs> okay. Sit him, uh, up, sit him up on that rock there. That's, that's, that's ghoulish. I'm not going to do that. Cat carries him and puts her hand in his skull and chatters oh, the jaw yes. and says, Well, thank you. What a delightful breakfast. <laughs> You're most welcome, good sir. <laughs> I'm presuming, <laughs> sir. Uh, maybe uh, now in the in the morning light, is there anything interesting about this skeleton? I'm quite curious about it. I, I use mm. phrenology to examine the shape of the skull mm. to learn everything I can. <laughs> this is how we're taught sense. in the city of Summers. It's all about the shape of the cranium. That's how you can tell. And uh, uh, he doesn't say that because it's racist. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You examine the history of uh, phrenology and then you uh, you are horrified by <laughs> where it came from and what it's been used for. Um, but you do find a cool novel on his chin that suggests he might have had psychic powers. Ooh. Um, as you look over the skeleton, there's nothing new for you to see. I, I feel like that was a throwaway joke from Vicky that we're all now going to latch onto and be like, who is this psychic man? <laughs> we so investigate right. for the next three hours. <laughs> You've you've done this stream before, Dunstan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he's just a, he's just a skeleton. He's um, got he's got a couple of chunks of kind of this greyish flesh on him. Oh yeah, greyish flesh. Let's investigate. Gross. Um, I I, I pour like some I've, incredibly yeah. thick coffee uh, and I I wander over to the woods to give some to Sally. I go, Sally, Gibbon. <laughs> Coffee? I get on all fours and sprint towards Archie. Oh, God. Um, is this what happens if you get bitten by a gibbon? Uh, <laughs> gibbon. I go, lie away, immediately. Away. Yes. I, brand, I brandish the coffee. I'm not sure if um, you're joking or not. I'm kidding. I won't do that. Oh, okay. um, no, no. As in, but I, I, I will. I, I will make it. a big show of. of <laughs> I will make a big show of just be like, oh, the gibbon was right here. It's right here, Archie. That is why I came over to this area, and for no other reason. Thank you very much for the coffee. Thank you. I fully believe you. I go. That's okay. Um, every, everything all right? Yes. I say like it's a trick question. Like, oh, if I answer this right, it will all be fine. <laughs> and then we make eye contact for a full two minutes. Archie definitely can't handle that much eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> he swiftly looks away and, and he goes, well, you know, if you ever want to talk, you know, we're, we're here for you. Thanks. Weird being back here. Oh, yeah, I bet. Hmm. I'm not looking forward to going home either. You know how your parents are a bit crap? No offence. So crap. No, none so taken. If anything, you were too kind. Yeah, a bit crap. So How'd crap. you deal with that? Yeah, that's kind of a work in progress thing. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think that they thought they were doing a good thing. That's That's as far as I've got. Like, I'm worried that they are just bad people. But until I talk mm. to them and find out for sure, what I'm going with is they thought on some level what they were doing was good for some people. But I'm a bit worried that some people basically meant our immediate family and no one else. Hmm. I, don't, what, I mean, what did... I don't, I don't want to pry, but did your parents do something really bad? I mean, nothing awful. You know, no monsters or anything well that's, that's Apart good from you know all the usual stuff yeah nothing awful you know when you know when you can't quite point to 
what you're angry about and it would actually be quite helpful to be able to identify that but you can't so actually that makes you a little bit more angry I have to be honest one of the few no. things my parents <laughs> have given me is a clear focus for my anger yeah 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 but I can totally imagine if I wasn't if I didn't have that I mean I'm angry about so many things mm. yeah that does make sense cool so what, and then what I, you... I, I, I turn away and wipe away a little tear and I go, where are those damn gibbons? I go, should we go gibbon hunting? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, hey guys, we're going gibbon hunting. Oh, <laughs> I'm standing with my bow and arrow ready, primed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think I think maybe, maybe we should just like get back to the ship. Time's pressing and all that. We've got to I look, I get look these firmly, crowns. I look firmly at Gwathryn and I go, we go in Gibbon hunting. I make, eye contact for two, I make eye contact for two minutes. No, I look away immediately. <laughs> well, look, Can't we're going to have to trek through the jungle anyway, so if we see any Gibbons, yeah, we can give them a swift kick let's, in the butt. Let's hunt and walk. I look, so at, I look, at, Sally. I I look at Sally and go, as our resident Gibbon expert, does that work? Yes. Hunt and walk. Well, then they, then not I, safe, I, Gibbons. I'm bringing my <laughs> octopus. <laughs> <laughs> and I raise my coffee in triumph and then spill loads of hot coffee over me. Go, oh, God, Archie, come on. <laughs> Three nips where he's been like desperately trying to climb one of these trees with his suckers just falls at your feet, Sally, <laughs> exhausted. Can he fall into my arms? Can I roll yes. to, to catch him or am I just allowed to catch him? You can just catch him. I'll catch friend, him. Yeah. I'll go, come on, who's a good octopus? And I'll sling him over my shoulder Aww. and his tentacles will hang disturbingly down to my knees and his <laughs> will nibble me gently over here and I go, you feel my feelings, don't you? You're a good boy, three nips. And then I carry three nips all the way home. Oh, that's beautiful. Really cute. Like a satchel. Um, Little little gobbets of ink slowly dripping down. So we're definitely (laughs) going straight back to the ship. No diversions, no sexy distractions. Didn't we we say we were going to... Speaking of sexy distractions, didn't we say we were going to see uh, Old Mate Magpie first? Damn it. Yes. I believe it's important for us to keep our word for some reason. I think to do with the pirate code or some some shit. Also, Cat thought it was a good idea. Yeah, and if I've learned anything, it's trust everything Cat says. Isn't that right, Cat? Uh, you look round, um, and uh, she's not where you left her on the beach. And then you hear a voice in your ear going, "Yeah, I'm never wrong." <laughs> Whoa! I spill the rest of my coffee. I go, "Damn it!" Oh no! I whip it with my octopus. <laughs> uh, she likes it. So as you guys, <laughs> course she I, does. I, cheeky minks. I absolutely wink at her. I wink at Gwathryn. I make eye contact for two minutes. Oh, I, I, I look down immediately, foiled once again. <laughs> and I go, Archie, you're really going to have to learn to deal with eye contact. Come on. Uh, so as you guys uh, set off back through the jungle, um, your trek back to Frothpool is generally uneventful. 
Um, as you walk, Kat tells you her theory about the mould on the gauntlet that she saw you find. Um, she theorises that it is russet mould, a local uh, sort of very uh, predatory form of mould uh, that is dangerous to even come particularly near. Uh, the cloth that you wrapped it in should keep it safe for now, uh, but it is a, a fungus that uh, she highly recommends getting rid of sooner rather than later. The cloth that um, we wrapped what in? Uh, the gauntlet. So you remember you found the gauntlet? Yeah, uh, I, I logged it into the woods. Oh, you you flung it away. Of course you did. I'm I, so sorry. I, y- I yucked it big time. As I was as... yeeted. You're right. Well, in that case, uh, she uh, she just explains her theory. That that's what it yes. was. She doesn't think it was a curse or anything. She just thinks it was okay. weird fucked up. But yes, Sally, it did share oh, so the you... same symbols as your uh, medallion there. What is the significance of that? I'm beginning to think there's just a large syndicate of soup's shady people who are really into stars and moons. Hmm. That's my that's my learned theory. Soup's shady folk. That's, <laughs> that's uh, what I reckon. So your trek your trek back to to Frothball uh, takes you the standard three hours. Uh, you've travelled the the jungle and nothing else seems to be bothering you. Occasionally, Gwathryn, you notice a couple of ripples of bushes and uh, a couple of these kind of uh, fishy eyes watching you, but they don't come close. Uh, and when they see you uh, walking and see that you've seen them, uh, they duck out of the way and sprint into the undergrowth. Any gibbons? Um, <laughs> Can we do a gibbon gibbon check? Of course you can do a Gibbons check. Everybody, Vicky, why are you enabling this? Roll for Gibbons. This is where you say no, dickheads. You don't see any Gibbons. I rolled a natural 20. How many Gibbons do I eat? Oh, God. When I said Gibbon hunt, I meant like, you know, when kids go on a bear hunt or like, it's more like a fun thing to see the animal as opposed to killing and skinning them. A Gibbon watching. Well, if Sally wants to eat one, if she's hungry... Sally, you are right on it from the second... uh, From the get-go, you see gibbons everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's gibbons. They seem to be following you. You catch one with its hand half in your pouch, grabbing for one of your papayas. You catch it by the wrist. You can do whatever you like. And I go, no. No. That's all I say to her. Bad gibbon. It wriggles away. I'm going to just, just uh, every time somebody's looking for a gibbon, I'm going to do that annoying thing that people do with a Where's Wally cartoon when you're looking at it really hard and somebody goes, oh, yes. he's here. And then yes. they point at it. That's perfect, because I rolled it too. So Archie's delighted every single gibbon. time you point one out. I go, oh, great. Gibbon. Yes. Gibbon. There it is. Gibbon. Hello. Gibbon. What are you gibbon. doing? All right, get out of my gibbon. bag. I, 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 I break his little <laughs> gibbon arm. No, I don't do that. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't. I bat, I bat them away good-humouredly. Okay. They go flying into the jungle, crushed. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a good human bat at all. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. So, uh, you guys, eventually, you manage to spot. I would say over three hours. What's a good number of gibbons to spot over three hours? Seven hundred and four. I'm gonna say you spot eight gibbons. Oh, oh nice, good number of gibbs. Yeah. Lots of them, but that's Gosh. like a lot of gibbons. So you make it back uh, as you step out of the tree line um, in Frothpool. You step out next to the Wreckers Inn, this upturned galleon that plays host to Magpie and their entourage. Uh, if you like, you can stop in or you can make your way back to the Maiden's Revenge down at the shore. Just okay. a quick hello. Yeah, let's quick. let's quickly toddle in. Everyone watch your pockets. We've yes. had some good training with those to... cheeky little gibbons. I'm going to get my dagger of warning and stare at it as we're walking in like fucking come at me. <laughs> I never use this fucking thing. Let's go. 
<laughs> who, who is holding right. the petrol? Uh, that's a great question. What did you do with it last time? I'd love it if we just forgot we it. Left back it. At the we left it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Right. Oh, shit. Who would like to carry the petrol or do you want to put it's it in the bag? It's in the bag holding? of holding, right? Yeah, because then it can't be put out. I'm looking after. It's my shift with the bag, yeah. All right, cool. Nice. All right. Let's lovely. Okay, let's quickly go in. Let's talk to Magpie. Everyone, keep your eyes on the prize. Don't get distracted. I saw you all last time. Um, and we'll quick, we'll quickly do our duty and then get out and head back to the maiden's ranch. Deal? Yeah, right. I'm gonna be kind of guarded in here. Like I'm not fully trusting of of. The I don't place. trust them at all. All right, so you all step into the Wreckers Inn uh, and upstairs to Magpie's salon. It's as gaudy and beautifully adorned as it was before, hanging glass crystals diffracting the star and lantern light across bodies of their gorgeous attendants, uh, most of whom watch you as you enter over rims of drinks glasses or from nests of velveteen pillows. Uh, Magpie himself is draped elegantly over a couch, this sort of black and white tiefling um, in the in kind of a magpie pattern. Uh, and as you step in, they grin uh, and beckon you to be seated. And they say, my friends, welcome back, darlings. Come, come sit. Uh, can I give you anything? Food, drinks? No, thank you. We are fine. No. Hey, Archie I, I says, could, trying to I, remain cool. I, 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 I could eat. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Magpie snaps their fingers and immediately two very beautifully dressed um, attendants bring over. Uh, this would be probably piles of like uh, crab cakes and prawns beautifully oh prepared. Word. Right, I'm vegetarian, so thanks for knowing. <laughs> uh, also delicious vegetables. Oh. <laughs> wow. I love that right. Mickey doesn't like vegetable right. and vegetables enough to think of various vegetables. Wow. I am trying to think of the kind of vegetables that you would grow near the sea that would suit the soil quality. Oh, a beautiful, like a beautiful seaweed foam on samphire. like a, on a oh, seaweed samphire. and samphire. Seaweed and, and samphire, yes. Sea cucumbers. Like, like potatoes tossed in right? samphire and maybe a little mm. bit of like a, like a sauce. You got a recipe for this, Ash? I do, yeah. It's really good. good. Um, I had it for dinner, that's why. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of tofu in there. I'll have a a side of that for Maine. Uh, (laughs) Aubergine. Aubergine, perfect. Yeah. Lovely. Oh all god, Archie looks at all the aubergine and he's like, oh come on, could you not have picked something else? <laughs> <laughs> and for uh, peach of all the vegetables. <laughs> Archie has some peach cobbler and tries to relax. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so Magpie seems uh, genuinely delighted to have you back uh, they kind of make sure that you all have food and drink if you want it uh, but they're not going to push uh, and they uh, sit forward and say so I'm glad to see you again and mostly I'm glad that you survived darlings how was it? Yeah <sighs> we definitely all survived for the whole time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah. fucking terrifying it was fine. <clears throat> Yeah it was fine no personal epiphanies or anything like that it's cool <laughs> Good. We killed well. a massive worm. <clears throat> I mean, yes, we killed a monster or two or five. Yes, it was five monsters. And we we um, Wather and had grievously, a wank. grievously nice. injured uh, three gibbons. Three gibbons. We did not injure any gibbons, Gwathrin, unless that's what you call wanking. Which, in which case, Gwathrin <laughs> injured one gibbon. We have to injure the gibbon. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> So Gwathryn injured the gibbon times one. Let's just say that. <laughs> wow. wow. 
poor given. Um, right. Uh, Magpie kind of nods to this uh, eclectic <laughs> recollection of what happened. Uh, they're honestly delighted. Um, and uh, they say, well, I'm glad to hear that it was pleasurable. They give a wink. Uh, it, if you found wasn't. anything... Oh, I thought you just heavily implied that it was an orgy of self-pleasure. Only for Gwathryn. Oh, well. And the Gibbons, of course. then. <laughs> they <Yeah>. loved it. <laughs> they say, uh, well, did you, uh, did you find anything that you might want to sell? I'm a very good fence, don't you know? I, I say, no, not really, and pull out my pipe and blow a big like dollar sign in the air. <laughs> It'd be a crown sign or a gold sign. Yeah. Or a dollar sign. And we could... <laughs> um, they say, oh, that's impressive. Did you have your lips around that last time, darling? Oh, no. I can't imagine I missed it. Oh, no. It's not for sale. And I put it away and blush. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's all right. Don't you worry. Well, uh, unless there's anything else you wanted to sell. What else do we have? A jewel? Oh, I am sporting my blue velvet hat. Let's not forget. Yeah, I'm definitely keeping the die that rolls on whatever number I decide. Mm. That's useful. We've got this uh, very valuable uh, half a skeleton. Ah, (laughs) that would be pretty valuable. Give you a couple of crowns for it. Unless anyone wants to keep it. How much? Should we take it? How many is a couple? Two. Uh, Three. Oh, three. (laughs) Three crowns. And uh, out of interest, uh, this ring of feather falling? Just if I was to gauge the market, per se. Hmm, well, considering its rarity, it's fairly easy to pawn off, especially considering the number of people who don't love to fall. So I would say it's an easy sell for me, but obviously uh, factoring the work that you went through to get it. And you can see, as Magpie says these things, they do seem to be doing very canny calculations in their head. You get the impression that this is their business. Hmm. And they say... Altogether, I would uh, value it at 236 crowns. Hmm. Hmm. Not bad. Well, it's not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Uh, I'm looking through my inventory, and it's, it could be an, an opportunity. Um, I do have this old... It's probably not going to be much, but I have this old uh, scimitar, because now I have prick. I don't need two. What would you... What would you pay for such a thing? Hmm. Is this just a, a regular scimitar, the one that you started yeah. with? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It's beautiful. What a lovely design on it. Um, it's from the City of Cats. Hmm, I believe you. And there's definitely uh, some beautiful etching on the handle. Quite a unique style, considering the rarity. But the uh, obviously the, the rarity of the design, but considering also the fact that most people here do have weaponry already and it's not particularly magical, I would pay you 43 crowns for this. 43. Is there anything need, you might... Uh... Do we need this money before we go on a big shopping well. spending spree? I was going to ask, is there anything cool you might swap for it? What was that, sorry, he dropped out. Is, is there anything cool you might swap for it? A souvenir from my country for a souvenir from yours? Hmm. Interesting. I'll tell you what. 
uh, he uh, they lean back and snap their fingers um, and uh, kind of mutter in an attendant's ear. The attendant's eyebrows raise uh, and they uh, they step into a uh, a back room or the shadows. It's hard to tell, uh, and they step back out with a set of uh, with, with quite a large box, maybe the length of a forearm. Uh, they open it and you can see in it are four small shell earrings. Each <gasps> one just a small kind of loop. Um, and uh, Magpie says, these are earrings of sending. In much the similar style as the archaic sending stones, uh, they permit you to speak with certain people. You can select up to three people you would like to communicate with <gasps> and communicate with them so up to a distance useful. of 800 feet. Deal! Yes, I'll take it! Yes, please! Thank you! I put, I'll give him my scimitar. <laughs> uh, they, they say, hold on just a minute. I'm very oh. happy with that, but this is a magical <clears throat> item. I'll happily factor in the scimitar, but what else could you offer me? Um, I'm going to uh, unsheath the moon-touched sword I have. <laughs> Light. Moonlight. Don't give that away. Before, before he does Ooh. that, I'm just going to gently put my hand on his hand and just sheath it back, oh. if that's okay. Is that possible? Just gonna be or is he unsheathed it? Just that's it. See it what is it's done. It you is cannot it is, sheath it again. It's un- I want to see what it's It is worth. unsheathed. Okay. It is unsheathed. Uh, it is unsheathed. Uh, they look at it and they say, mm, 112. Oh. Uh, uh, like we've got that How much do you want for those? We can get rid of. And the jewel. Whatever the jewel is, the jewel is just a jewel, I think. Ruby of the War Mage. So oh. the, ju- the oh, ruby impressive. was to do with attuning the thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. from, I mean, I found a second medallion that's like my medallion, but it does nothing with my medallion. Even when I rubbed them together and made kissy noises. Yeah. Oh, yeah so I, I feel like we're just, unless one of us is planning to impersonate a person from that guild or whatever the fuck it is, potentially this could be valuable, but not to us. Well, if you've tried rubbing uh, them I... together and making kissy noises, I think yes. we've exhausted this possible, all possible I... uses. Yeah. We really have. I, I like the sound of this, Sally, and I look at the rest of you guys. I'm like, hey, these earrings would actually genuinely be They'd pretty be very useful. helpful for so us, if, I think, Look, on a I'll ship. happily pay the difference. If any of you want to chuck anything on the pile for the trade, I'm do gonna... it now, and then you can va- evaluate your own items. I get the little chicken off. bones Let's... out from the goblin market and say these. <laughs> Finally, I use magical chicken bones from the. <laughs> you probably haven't heard of this, but the goblin market. It is one of the most magical places in the in the Seven Kingdoms, whatever the name of Vicky's world is. Um, uh, and the I present the blessed, blessed lands, of course. Thank you. Uh, and I present what I truly believe are some very magical chicken bones. They take them and they turn them over and they say. <laughs> I'd buy these. Oh. I'll take these, the necklace and the sword, and in exchange I'll give you these beautiful earrings. It seems like a good deal to me. The pearls. Maybe the, the maybe pearls. those chicken bones are really special now. Well uh, the uh, the medallion that you brought out. The medallion the moon and stars. The medallion. Um, I know we've got two of those, so fuck it. Um I'm, the bones. Yeah. And the sword. Done. Done. Yeah. Does this mean? Does this mean we're gonna have a best friends Claire's accessories ear piercing session now? Best because I don't think any of us have earrings. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely you beat don't. Me it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I do. Cat will happily uh, lean in and suggest that she's got experience piercing ears. You can see both pairs have several piercings. Oh in. fuck yes! Can I also pierce someone's ear since I've clearly done it before with a with a pin at a drunk girl's night? 
course. Why not? Can we do it on the ship tonight for the full pirate experience? Yeah, I'd like to do it on an uneven platform that's rocking on the waves, yes. please. Yes, 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 yes. With and also when we're really Gatsa. drunk, so we're really numb to everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Magpie chuckles and they say, well, I'm happy with this trade if you are. Before we um, go, I'm going to um, say, oh, now out of interest, uh, what might something like this be worth? I'm going to get out the little white ear, ear doodad. Oh. This? Mm. This, uh, I reckon you, you showed me before, didn't you, darling? It's, um... Yeah, I <laughs> Let's go back. No, no, it's fascinating. Undo, undo, undo. No, it's all right, I'll tell you. Control Z, control Z. I'll be honest, I don't think any of my contacts would be buyers for it, but for the right price, it may be valuable to somebody I don't even know. That's right, I just wanted to see if if they'd recognise what it is, but we did that already. Anything else we can help you with, uh, Magpie? Yes, actually. Well, to be entirely honest with you, I'm mostly just intrigued as to whether you know why Captain Stern is claiming Journey's bounties now. We don't really know what that means. No, we don't know. Do you not? We, or did yeah. she not tell you? We're, we're rather visitors in this land. I know we blend in pretty well, but um, we are actually from, apart from Sally here, from elsewhere. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, I'd, uh, no, no, it's none of my business. And you can see Cat uh, is just sort of giving uh, Magpie uh, a close stare. And you remember that Cat is very, very loyal to the captain. Uh, yes. And the Magpie uh, Magpie says, no, no, it's my, I mean, it's up to the captain how to run her ship. Still, they're old world magic. Wouldn't you agree, Dunnett? Uh And Cat kind of shrugs and they go, let me tell you a story. They say before the storm, the world was a giant rock covered in green things and grey things and all watched over by the same blue sky. But as the storm broke, the people of the old world cried tears, enough of them to flood what was once a paradise. And the twins that became our gods built a boat as fast as the wind, as strong as a storm and as lucky as an unseen Klebotoman to ride those waves of grief and gathered everyone that they could into its hold and on its decks. You can hear at the moment as uh, as Magpie tells this story, uh, there's just a quiet humming and a quiet whooshing and you can hear that several of the attendants uh, seem to know this story very well, well enough to add music underneath it. Um, <laughs> they say... Uh, they say a little a cappella accompaniment. Yeah, exactly. It sounds beautiful, kind of a, a joint humming chorus. Apart from um, one of them that starts rapping and the others looking at going, come on, that <laughs> all the time. He's like, no rap break? Aww. Oh, come on. It's, it's me, MC Apocalypse. <laughs> My name's Fit Attendant and I'm here to say I really like this story in a major way. And they're all like, in a major way. Fit Attendant. In a major way. In a major uh, way. I leave, I don't hear the story story. Uh, 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 I clears their throat and instantly everybody gets back to this beautiful harmony Um, they say uh, they sailed together into the deepest ocean and half wove a sailcloth of twilight to cover the city uh, so that the storm's winds would blow them about for eternity, never in the same place twice again, a way to keep their faithful stick once Etienne Regia was made and finished, the twin gods took that ancient ship that had brought their faithful there to a place at the heart of the seas, a holy place, and took it apart. Three pieces of it were entrusted to three guardians, 
and that figurehead you found is the first. The petrol figurehead stands for luck, for a ship that achieved what it had to under the harshest of conditions. What happens when you get all three together? Good question. I suppose you'd have to ask one of the guards. Were you ever in possession of it, Magpie? Of course. I look good for my age. And are you are you one of the guardians? Bloody hell! They say nothing. It was the guardian of the lake, wasn't it? That's a different kind of guardian. Certainly not as important or attractive. <laughs> Archie splutters on his peach cobbler. <laughs> Either way, all I'm interested in is stories. There's no harm in that. Is that done it? Uh, and you can see Cat's jewelry set tight. Uh, and they say, obviously, Captain Stern has the blessing of journey. I saw you all in a dream before you came to me, and dreams are often gifts from half or from journey. Was it a sexy dream? <laughs> I wish. No, no. Except they look at Archie and they say, I mean... Oh my god. Oh my god. Cobbler. I cover Archie's bits with my hand. Don't cover my bits. <laughs> you made, it, oh, you made it so much worse. Oh god. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. Steady oh. on. No need for covering Protective. I'm just here. protective. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I, 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 I cover my own. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe you just did that. I can't believe you've sorry, done I'm this. Just, I'm just so confused by Magpie for so many reasons. Why? Some things in the world are confusing, and that's okay. Yes. And so is this story, and this story is one that we're still in the middle of. Maybe when it's over, we'll meet again, and then we might share. I hope so. But for now, our loyalty lies elsewhere, and I'm sure you understand. By all means. I suspect we're all aligned along the same path, regardless. I do hope it's a path that you take care on. And I go, lawful good, thumbs up. They laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> well, okay, one laugh would have been plenty, thanks. <laughs> oh dear, sorry. Either way, I suppose there's no chance then, is there, darling? Of what? You and I are spending some alone time together, me oh. showing you the delights of Frothpool. <laughs> they wink. I... Archie vomits. Uh, no, Archie. Uh, oh my god! No, no. Wow, you can't just say no. Archie doesn't vomit. No, no. Uh, Archie looks, blushes hard, and looks at his cobbler and goes, um, <clears throat> "It's very generous offer you have made, but I am a taken man. Thank you." Oh. Well, whoever has you is a very lucky person indeed, oh, as you wish. Okay, I think oh. we need to we need to leave everyone. Are we all ready to go? I'm going to go. I'll see you outside, and he puts the cobbler down, accidentally dropping it off the table and, and leaves. <laughs> uh, they say, take care, farewell. I do hope I didn't make him uncomfortable. Oh no, that's just his big exit. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> he does that every time. He does that to himself. But uh, you're right, we are very lucky. And uh, on the way out, um, I'm just going to quickly peek inside the bag of holding to make sure that it's still in there. Yeah, absolutely. I, what I know you, it probably what is. checking is in the bag of holding? The, the the journey's bounty the um yes, the the mother stuff. carries petra yeah yes absolutely it's still in petrol there. okay yeah. good just double checking magpie wishes you good luck on your voyage 
and tells you to farewell. And if you ever find anything particularly interesting you wanted to sell, darlings, don't hesitate to call again, will you? They smile. And there's this kind of old light in their bright blue eyes. Oh. And you are shown out. You step out of the record. Ciao! <laughs> you step out of the records in uh, to find, I presume, Archie standing in front, uh, ducking his head in a cold barrel of water. I was literally going to say, you find him in a water butt. Say <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so break, say so break. <laughs> yeah, he's cooling off. Hey, Jeremy would be proud. I can imagine that was very tempting. Or maybe it wasn't. I don't know how this stuff works. I'd rather not talk about it. I'm going to take, take a leaf out of Sally's book and deal with this on my own okay sounds healthy who's that me i'm cat done it oh it's cat it's just a random passerby just the random dude she's in the corner listens to you goes yeah sounds healthy mate yeah thanks for your feedback stranger me i'm steve all right nosy steve yeah, I've got cheers, Steve. Steve, the local therapist. <laughs> Here, have my card. I've already made you feel better. <laughs> I was, I was actually thinking that maybe I should be sarcastic <laughs> and support you. I think it's important to talk to your friends about things, but only when you're ready. You don't feel pressure to share your private, private life with anyone else. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Steve. And I, I toss him a crown and go. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Same time next he week. Yeah, I'm gonna spend Archie, you... this on books. Okay, thanks, Steve. <laughs> Not everyone is as nosy as you. Oh no! Of course, and Archie, it's it's it is important to set boundaries, and you shared plenty with me, and I really appreciate the talk last night. Um, you made me feel a lot better. That's good. I'm glad. So let's uh, hit up the ship, Harcat. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's go. Sounds good to me. I wouldn't pay too much attention to what Magpie says. End of the day, Captain Stern's the most trustworthy person I've ever met. Certainly a force to be reckoned with. I wouldn't worry. Magpie just likes to stir, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah, we're all Team Stern. But what, what was Magpie talking about with all that story stuff? What's your take on it, uh, Dunnett? Beats me. I've heard the story, sure, but the idea we might be collecting some divine artefacts to what? Do up a fancy up a boat to go to the heart of a sea or whatever? I don't think so. Is that so far removed from a golden island? Oh yeah. Golden island full of treasure. Far as I've heard, Journey and Hearth's island at the heart of the sea. Not the place you want to end up. Captain Stone wouldn't lie to us. Yes, but assembling these pieces and going to this island is this... It can't be, but you're sure it's not undoing the goddess's will? <laughs> no. No, I'm certain. Captain Stern is on the side of Journey. She's a, uh, uh, how would you put it? I guess a paladin would be the best explanation for it. Sort of. I was going to say journeyist. Oh. A journeyist? Yeah, exactly. She's a journeyer. She's a journey woman. Journey, journey She's woman. a paladin. A journey woman, exactly. As we say here in the city apparently Archie nods yep. <laughs> makes sense how old is Captain Stern oh, I don't know never thought it'd be like to ask doesn't look that old mm. and uh, this uh, little journey of ours it's uh, whatever's behind that door part of it what door that door in the uh, 
in the hole that we're not that we're, we're supposed to ignore. Well, I reckon a ship wouldn't have anything irrelevant in the hold. Wouldn't be worth the effort of carting it about. Hmm. But as for what it is, search me. I trust Captain Stern, and whatever she wants to stay in the hold, she can keep in the hold. Seem remarkably uninquisitive for a uh, for a rogue. Done it. <laughs> Thanks. Not a more <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's cool because I care about your opinions about how I fulfil my role. Oh, getting very defensive. Interesting. All right, keep your secrets, done. Damn, son. Captain Stern's very special to me. If she was up to anything, I'd know. She'd tell me. Hmm. Just I be sure you, you don't have a blind spot. That's all I would say. <laughs> Not lightly, mate. All right, very confident. I like it. Good. I didn't mean to snap. It's just Captain Stern's done a lot for me in my life. I have a bit of a a, a loyalty to her. Mm, that's clear. Either way, should we head back? Let's toddle. That was a cracking mission. We we fucking smashed it, guys. Fantastic work. Well done, everybody. Uh, so you all head back to the uh, to the ship. Uh, as you pace through Frothpool's market, you see uh, Ryuk is uh, just helping Astromora load some barrels on so that's this quartermaster and the bosun uh, this Arakokra and uh, this dwarf just kind of hauling on barrels of water they greet you as you climb aboard the Maiden's Revenge Hello my delicious sandwiches look I'm just sneaking in here during our cheeky break to thank all of the lovely ones of you who bought us a natural 20 on the Ko-Fi page whether they are regular donations or one-offs or simply making a purchase of one of our beautiful phone backgrounds made by Pink Ink Art. Thank you, one and all. Your donations go a long way to help keep the show running. It's not cheap, you know, doing one of these D&D podcast thingamajiggies. And to the rest of you, please consider visiting our Ko-Fi page and having a little gander at the delectable delights available there for your purchasing pleasure or simply drop off a few crowns to support your favorite group of hilarious adventurers. Just go to ko-fi.com forward slash Vicky's World RPG to find out more. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Vicky's World RPG. Back to the show. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So, as you pace down the stairs inside the Maiden's Revenge, um, you come to the outside of a small infirmary. Ryuk shows you where this was. It's on the middle deck, sort of towards the back. Uh, and inside, you see Katen, uh, this small, uh, kind of generally unassuming, sort of gentle halfling. He's male, maybe in his hundredth or so year, probably about middle age for a halfling. They make it to about 250. Um, and... Uh, he uh, he seems to be just sort of reading a book. Uh, and uh, as you kind of knock and peer around the corner, uh, he looks up over these spectacles and he says, Oh, good day. Coming in. Everything all right? Hello. Hello. Good day. <laughs> good day. Did you make it back okay? We did. Uh, as this, you see us. We are still alive. But this guy didn't, could... didn't fare so well. We hold up the <laughs> skeleton. It's true. He didn't make it. Oh, nice. This wasn't one of ours, was it? It's Kat. Yes. Don't you recognize her? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Kat. And hopefully Kat has hidden somewhere in the room to jump out of him. <laughs> yeah. Of course she has. Are you kidding me? Yes, uh, goes, prank time, prank time. Yes, oh, it's no. Kat. Kat, Kat, yeah, can you hear killed, me? She got killed by oh, Lobstery boy. Joe, I'm afraid. No, not yes, Lobstery Joe. Yes, he sucked all her flesh straight off the bone. Uh, maybe, maybe I can do something about this. Hold on. Um, he kind of goes to open a, a cabinet where he seems to have a couple of like uh, large shining jewels stashed away. Uh, and uh, he opens them and Cat is crouched in that cabinet and goes, <laughs> He falls backwards. His spectacles go off one way. His book goes another way. And he lies on the ground and he goes, very funny. Oh, very funny. <laughs> Good one. Oh, you got to cut that out <laughs> every time. Oh, so this guy isn't one of ours then. Oof. Sorry, sorry, Caton. Uh, we have no, no idea. Right. We, we did it's find right. him in oh. the uh, lair of Lobster Joe, though, if that helps. Yes. Right. We explained the atoll and uh, what else we found there. And that uh, this guy was among him. And I yeah. among them. In case in case he doesn't know what Lobster Joe looks like, I get my pipe out and I blow an exact replica of Lobster Ooh. Joe in smoke. Amazing. You're and then I do a minor illusion and I just stare at Archie like, yeah. I, I, oh. I, I stare back for a second and then look at the floor. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I feel awful hey. about I put away my minor illusion and give him a sideways hug that no one can see. Oh, that's oh. nice. I, li- I lift up to waft Lobster Joe away and then I, I bring my hand back down and give Sally a little cuddle. Yeah. Oh, this wholesome content is completely missed by Caton, who is inspecting this, uh, this skull. Uh, he says, All right. So uh, I can tell you about the time of death and things like that. Um, what do you, this? This looks like a pretty recent death, to be honest. Um, really? Well, oh. yeah, it can't be more than a few weeks old, judging by the comp- decomposition of the flesh. Um, seems Ooh. like this poor thing was ripped apart. Um, 
What do you want me to do with it? Talk to it. <laughs> right. Yes, we're looking for the what's, the why's, the how's. Maybe a brief uh, puppet show. Oh, uh, Shake sure. it down for information. Treat it like a suspect. Treat everyone like a suspect. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, uh, I should have space for that if, if it's crucial to the, uh, to the journey we're on. Well, yes, look, there might be certain things we're interested in, but in regards to the journey, if if this fellow was after what we were after and met this uh, fate, we want to prevent that happening to us when we're chasing future artifacts. Artifacts, no! And also, might we have another team on our tail? Or even ahead of us, is my question. Mm. Mm. Well, that does sound relevant. Sorry, I, I don't mean to be... Uh, de- be um... What's the word obstructive? It's just um, my magic's kind of limited. So uh, if you if you if it's a legitimate use, then I'll I'll do it. But um, you know I can't <laughs> can't go around raising the dead every day. You know, <laughs> oh, not anymore at least. <laughs> All right. So uh, um, the way that this spell works is you get to ask five questions. Uh, I don't reanimate it to uh to to any sort of life. You can just sort of uh, speak to the uh, the the creature, the the spirit that was in it. Um, it only knows what it knew in life, including the languages it knew. Um, you don't often get straight answers, and it's under no compulsion to tell you the truth if you're hostile. So definitely recommend presenting yourselves as friends. Uh, it doesn't return the soul either; just the sort of bits that animate it, the puppet strings. But you know. The marionettier is long gone. Don't really know how puppets work, but either mm. way, it can't learn new information, doesn't understand anything that happened since it died, and it can't tell you, you know, what it it can't speculate about the future. But uh if you're happy with that, I'll go ahead. Think about your five questions. Okay. Oh god. The pressure. Right, before right. we animate this dude, I reckon we should think of all the five questions. Okay. I th- I think okay. we should ask, I think we should befriend it by saying, Hey, we attack Lobster Joe as well. So he thinks we're on on the level, and we need to know who he worked for, who who sent him there. And That's why? the main question, I think. Yes, what were they doing there? Who yeah. sent them? Yeah. Well, what they were doing there is trying to I get. I know a way of bounty. trying to befriend them. What if they had unfinished business? So if we first ask if they have unfinished business, mm. and maybe like not offer to help, but like maybe we could help. Maybe we could get on Imply, their even better uh, side. Yeah, if if they uh, if they give us straight up answers, I don't yeah. know. I don't think it's worth. Out. I don't think it's worth wasting a question. I think maybe let's see what our first question, how it lands, and take yeah. it from there. Let's just yeah. before we ask Depends a question, let's all, let's make sure we we check with the group before we ask it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should ask these. Well, we've got three questions. What five? Who said? Who's? Five. We've got five. We, we've decided on. Uh, who are you? Who Who are you? What were you doing? Who are you? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I, I don't know. Let's I leave the let's leave should... the rest for context. Yeah, because yes. what if he's like, I am this guy, and we're like, well, we don't actually know what that means. There'll yeah, be follow on exactly, questions. Right? Yeah. But the most, the only thing I think we have to learn is who sent them, who are they working. Yes, for? yes. Everything else is a bonus. Okay. All right. Let's get an initial vibe and then play it by ear. Love it. Love it. All right. So as you've been as you've been discussing this, uh, Caton's been sort of pacing around the infirmary. He shuts and locks the door. Um, and if anyone sort of looks at him weirdly, he just mutters that he doesn't want 
the child on board seeing what's going on in here. Um, and he lights a series of different candles. They're sort of fat, heavy tallow candles. Um, and uh, then interspersed with incense sticks that he sort of lays around. Uh, he takes a piece of chalk and he begins to uh, set this half skeleton uh, up in a, a sort of a gentle position, to be honest, um, in, a, uh, in a heavy chair that he sets next to his doctor's desk. Uh, and he begins to uh, mark chalk marks on the creature on the on the skeleton on the chair and on the floor around them he turns to you and uh, he pulls a uh, heavy amulet out of his um uh out of his shirt and he says uh, you're ready um yes oh one thing and i out of respect i just wipe the coffee stain off his chin from this morning <laughs> <laughs> when we were pouring coffee down his gullet yeah. <laughs> well i was <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Kataev and Kat were in the background of Archie and Sally's really lovely emotional role play. Which is a tea party. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> giving him a coffee shower and whatever. So, um, Kaysen says, All right, here we go. He shuts his eyes, and for a moment, nothing happens. And it's long enough that maybe one of you considers you might want to speak. You're, you feel like this silence is awkward. And then a quiet wind begins to just make the candles flicker and the smoke of the incense swirl. And you can see there is sweat beading on Caton's forehead. And as you watch this skeleton, the jaw that hangs loosely slowly lifts to shut with the upper teeth. You see its ribs expand. <laughs> what's your what's your first question can we state things as well that's not a question to the corpse yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i go can we introduce ourselves without wasting a question yeah i think so we have we have slain lobstery joe uh your 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 vic your your uh what's the word not victor killer Yeah, your your vanquisher has been vanquished, my friend. Uh, It doesn't doesn't respond. You remember what Caton said? Uh, It can't learn new information, and it doesn't understand anything that happened since it died. Fair. Okay. Okay. So we can't even introduce ourselves because that would be new information. We just have questions. You you can, you absolutely can, but it's not gonna it it's not gonna respond. It's only the the thinnest threads of a uh, an impression of a being that you've got here. Yeah, there's no emotion there. Okay. Uh, okay. What were you looking for when you died? Uh, in response to this question, the jaw opens and this wheezing voice says, Not looking, waiting for the emissaries. Okay, we got to ask. I, I turn to the group. We got to ask what the emissaries are, right? Everyone cool with that? Who, who, or who? Who? Okay. Do you want someone else what? ask? Let's let's take one each. But that's what we should ask. Maybe we could just. Yeah, we could just. Oh, say here what? we go. Here we go. Better question would be something like, and I turn to the, the the skeleton and say, "What do you know about the emissaries?" Ah. Nice. 
They are strangers to this world, most of them. They seek the petrol at Blood Lake. They do the work of journey. Okay, I've got to pitch everyone. Why don't we ask the question like a four-headed monster thing, so we say one word each. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or we could ask what, what they were planning to do once they came. But yeah. I'm guessing, was, was it to stop them? Mm. Or, okay, so one word at a time. Or, or we can ask who he works for. We didn't ask Yeah, that. we do need to know who he works for. Okay, I go, mm. I go, who? Do. You? Work. Four. Nice work, team. Good job. Uh, silent high fives. Silent high fives. I am an agent of the Dawn Shield. Um, oh, now I want to know what the Dawn Shield yeah, is. Yeah, but we can probably we can probably research that. This, like, this is uh, can we look quizzically is that, uh, at our I lovely look, doctor and be like, is this a known cat, thing? Or cat. Or cat. Or cat. Like, yo, yeah. cat, question to you. What, Dawn Shield, that? what up with that? Uh, Caton seems entirely in the throes of this spell. You can see it seems to be, uh, he seems to be shaking a little bit with the effort okay. of keeping mm. this up. Okay, let, we, can, um, we can ask that later. Right. You look no, to no, we need to know. No, no, no. We need to know whether they these guys know what the fuck the Dawn Shield is, because if they cat, don't, we cat, should really no. ask the cat shrugs. She shakes her head. She doesn't. We have need. Any idea. We okay. need the corpse I'm gonna, to tell I'm us. I'm going to look Ali and tap my chest where her medallion is. I go. Is that the Dawn Shield? I was thinking that, but then I was like, I, I don't want to. That's a leap. So if he's like, no, then there's nowhere to go from that. So we really should ask okay. him what the Dawn Shield is. I am down. I like that. Okay, I go. Because if I go, is this you? And he goes, no, then we've yeah, wasted yeah, the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. I go, what is is ah? Okay, start again. What? <laughs> No, is. no, we can't start again because we just asked the question, what no, is? We, <laughs> we didn't come to the, the Dawn question. Shield! What is the Dawn Shield? What is the Dawn Shield, Mofo? One good, question. Good work, everyone. That fell apart. work for salvation. Restitution for the sins of our ancestors who fed on thought and warped birth itself in the world of old. This is your final question. Okay, so we've learned that they were waiting for the emissaries. We learned that they work for the Dawn Shield. The Dawn Shield are that thing they just said. What was the other question we asked? The um, the emissaries are not of this world. They work they for are. Journey and they, the, they were trying to retrieve the, the thing that we're... So it sounds like they were we... protecting it against the emissaries. No. Should... Yes? No. Yeah, we think yes. so. Should we ask... If the emissaries ever came, no, because the because pe the petrol was there. I re like it, probably not, unless they were a protector of. Shall we ask where we can find more of his kind? Mm. Hey, we could ask where where the headquarters of the Dawn Shield is. Yeah, that'd be useful. Ooh, he's an agent of shield. He's literally an agent of shield. Agent of shield. <laughs> so should we ask? Um, is everyone happy with that, or is there something else people yeah. want to ask? What, mm. what do you think? What do you think, Gwathers? Oh, we're we're running we out of time. I know. Um, uh, 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 uh. Is there anything like we should know to warn us about any of the other uh, uh, objects that we're trying to uh, 
Ooh. Retrieve. If they're all protected, if they are all these um, holy Journey's relics bounties. of Journey. Should we ask what happens no. when we get all of Journey's bounties oh. back together? Yeah. Let's ask that. That's yeah. great. What happens when we get Journey back together? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, our new friend. What happens when we reunite all of Journey's bounties? Oh, wow. I was really hoping we would say that one word at a time, but okay. <laughs> Too complicated. Come on, Archie. We failed on this. Oh. <laughs> I'm so- Sorry. Oh, yeah, we should we should have asked their favourite colour. You're quite right, Queen Bee. <laughs> Are you uh, my dad? <laughs> have you ever played uh, Sherlock Holmes? Because Did you like your coffee this morning? Okay, stop it, everyone. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we you already asked the fifth. We, we locked in. Locked in. Yeah, we've locked, locked in. in. That's our well, final answer. That's our final answer, Vicky. Yeah. I don't know. But it is the will of the gods. With that, the last hint of breath that seems to have been sucked into their ribs exhales and you see their jaw chatters a little and then falls limp. The candles all snuff out at once um, and there is a brief, very chilling breeze in this room. Well, that is a relief that we're not acting against the gods. Caton uh, takes a seat on the floor for a moment and wipes his brow with a little glasses uh, glasses rack. Oh, I go, thank you, Caden. That was incredibly useful. I'm going to turn Glad. to Cat and say, Cat, uh, what do you make of all that? Uh, well, I don't know. I guess we know he was waiting for mi- emissaries. We know that we certainly was... I mean, are we certain he was threatening them? Are we certain we don't know the emissaries? Are we certain we're not them? I mean, you three are from somewhere else, aren't you? This is—I I don't know. This is your this, this is your theology, not mine. Yes, but uh, we are from this world. We are not from this land. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. Well, I don't know whether he would see it like that. It's a matter mm. of perspective, isn't it? Very few people hop between the cities as you lot do. Language is a tricky bastard. Certainly, especially when you're dead. Hmm. Either way, I don't know if we should presume that these people of the Dawn Shield are uh, friendly or necessarily hostile or whether they're allies. I don't know. Shit. Sort of wish you'd asked his favourite colour. I reckon it was green. Yeah. Just had a yeah, feeling. Yeah, he looks like a green. Turquoise. Yeah. Oh, you reckon turquoise? Mm. Yeah, solid. Yeah, I reckon turquoise. Well, but if there's we'll one agent know. of the Dawn Shield, that does suggest there's more than one, right? You know, it's hard to start an agency with just one person. Exactly. Did he? So have I figure one? we just look out for the next one. Did he have Hopefully any identifying characteristics on his body? He seemed to have been apart from this uh, this necklace that was on him. That um, matches Sally. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, can we assume this? Uh, these these little bits and bobs we've picked up were his originally? No, because that creature collected magical items, so it was just uh, a, okay. a treasure trove from all sorts. Right. But Sally we can assume... regrets not asking him if he said dad. Oh. <laughs> we, we can assume that the Dawn Shield carry the symbol that Sally has. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's and good. If, if, if one of them gave Sally his emblem, and Somehow also, Sally, Sally is entwined in their mission, perhaps. And also the gold. gauntlet I found that got you all poisoned, uh, that had the same emblem on it. Mm. Could have yes. been could have been his. Yes, it could have. Could have been. Could have lost a gauntlet. Mm. Either way, that symbol, mm. I think we're pretty clear, is the symbol of the Dawn Shield, even though it doesn't have <clears throat> Dawn or a shield on it. And but it's sun and moon, isn't it? Is that the Dawn Shield? Oh, I, that's kind of what happens at Dawn. As far as, well, I've never seen a moon, but I'm going to... I don't know. Like, so, sun and moon, they switch We've over. We've heard the stories. That's, that's yeah. Dawn, isn't it? What about Shield? And us. I mean... Is it shield-shaped? Yeah, it's round. It's made of sort of yeah. bronzy gold. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Story checks I out. I mean, the, yeah. And, so, and Sally has one of these medall- uh, medallions. Mm. She's always had one. She does. So I'm going to say, what well, Sally? What I think it's time you told us about this medallion of yours. Do they? They know? Yeah, of course they know. Because uh, I was like, do people know it. about my medallion? But I've literally showed it to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As this happens, uh, Caitlin is going to push him, push himself uh, up onto uh, his his feet, um, oh, and start preparing you all some tea. He looks quite shaky, hey, and Cat will go over and Kate, help him. Let me let me oh, make no. the tea. You sit down. No, it's all right. It's all right. I'm you really good at making tea. You've had a long one. <laughs> You sure? Yeah, He's yeah. Improving. I'm dynamite. I'd appreciate too. it, mate. If I'm honest, I'd, I'd appreciate that. Thank you, you very did, much. You did just summon the dead. I think you can probably have rest. <sighs> yes. Just a hint of the animating spirit. Is... Okay. I go. Oh. You must be dead tired. Wink. <laughs> That's a good one. That's great. It I've wasn't, never heard that one thanks. before. That's really good. No, I like that. <laughs> oh, dead <thanks>. tired. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, what's your flavour? What's your tea prefs? Ah, uh, you know, um, milk, couple sugars. Oh, we build us tea, not some kind of herbal thing. All right, I can deal. Uh, I make an average tea because Archie's getting slightly better at making tea. I think. Mm-hmm. Roll, uh, roll a d twenty. Let's see if you can make a tea roll. <laughs> I assume I'm not adding anything. Nope. Oh, that's a five. That's about right. Uh, yeah, I would say. Yeah, I'd say so. Definitely, it's not a it's not a crit fail, but it's uh it's it's improving. Caton is very polite, and he takes it and he sips it, and then he puts it down. <laughs> Maybe it is is it not as lumpy as the last time he made one? Yes, there's no butter in it, and uh, <laughs> we can all take that as a success. I go that was yogurt ex- this time. I go, Vicky, that was an experiment, <laughs> and we're trying new things. All right. <laughs> uh, Katen makes sure that uh, he kind of shows you this small box of different flavors of tea bags, and he goes to Sally first. It sort of shows it to her in a, a s- invitation to pick what she wants. You got any coffee? <laughs> uh, nah, sorry, mate. Oh, I, damn it! All I got you covered. I'll put a pot of coffee on. Excellent. Fuck it. Nice. All right. So as you yes, all sit round uh, with your warm drinks, uh, all of you comfortable. Uh, it is. It is chilly in here. It's definitely noticeably colder than it was. Uh, and Katen pulls out a couple of blankets in case anybody wants any. Um, and everybody sits round with their hot drinks and sort of looks at Sally expectantly. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't know much about this. I look at it quizzically. Um, no more than I told you. Stranger gave it to me. Christ knows. The man, the man we're looking, the man you uh, told us yeah. about, we were looking for. So we could, he might have been one of these agents of the agents of Dawn, uh, agents of the Dawn Shield. 
He didn't mention, but I mean, I guess, unless he stole it, which seems unlikely. Why did he give it mm. to you? He didn't say. I didn't ask. I didn't and, think. I was nine. And where did he come from? Was he known to West? you before? <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I think about it for a while and I'm like, what? Where's North? Okay. So <laughs> West. So he, so he wasn't from Etienne Regia? Um, Vicky, I think carefully about the accent uh, of his voice. Do I... Uh, do I remember something from ten odd years ago? Uh, no, you reckon that he he didn't really stand out in any particular no. way. He didn't have an accent from another place. He didn't no. look like he was dressed oddly. He looked just like a, a any other adult in your life. Yeah, he had one distinguishing scar. He talked common. Uh-huh. And did he say anything prophetic or make any promises to you? No, no, really. He asked about me. Is there anywhere on the ship that has like a library or something like that? Uh, not really, unfortunately. Uh, there's, I mean, the infirmary would probably be the closest you get, but that's medical textbooks. Um, are we docked? Yeah, yeah. yeah you are guys we going to be docked for some time? Uh, you're not sure. You can ask uh, Kat, and she will say, "I think, to be honest, uh, Captain Stern's on a bit of a bit of a rush." Yeah, she we should, sort of we wants to get moving. Yeah, yeah. Let's get. Yes. Let's get. I mean, we can we can sail and talk. It's a bit like walk and walk and hunt, but yeah, sail and, sailing and talk. Let's sail and whale, shall we? Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Kate, and nice. thank you so much. Uh, there's a bit of coffee left on the stove. If you want to try uh, something from my hometown, you're oh. more than welcome. Well, that's very kind. Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. Um, I'll I'll give it a go. Yeah, why not? Uh, Bonza. Been a while. Been a while since I had any. Uh, you lot take care, all right? If you need anything, uh, you come let me know, all right? I might, oh, I might be out of commission for the rest of the day, though. Of course. Yeah, you enjoy uh, that. You right take care, Thank you. Sorry for the tall order. No, don't apologise. If it's necessary, then I'll call on my goddess whenever you want. Take Who care, Who is? Hearth, of course. Okay. She's, um, she's... She's finite at the moment, is what I'd say about her. Mm. So her and Journey, they get on or they don't get on. I they're twins. Quite... Yes, but they're friendly. Of course, okay. they work in perfect harmony, or they did. And it's possible to follow one and not the other. Of course, most people have faith in both. They they sort of exist. They're more more or less effect. But uh, yes. if you were somebody that sailed and. Uh, pursued adventure then of course you worship journey and uh, if you're somebody that preferred to set up at home or you know um sort of build protections i suppose places for people to live mm. then uh, you follow half oh, but they're two but sides it's of not the same like coin a, man yeah I, so it's I not like a rivalry thing it's like a no. it's kind of who supplements your kind of vibe so it's like an extrovert okay. kind of thing <laughs> no it's all very new to me where i'm from we have one goddess where these two are from Similar I mean, we story. technically still have one goddess. <laughs> what do you mean? Hell? <laughs> well, the other I'm one's a god. God. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So, but, you know, I like going out and going on adventures. So that's journey right. all the way. But then I love coming home and playing Pule with my friends. And that's, that's half. Well, it's totally acceptable to worship both at different times in your life. If you were looking to set out on a great adventure, you might 
make a, an offering or a sacrifice or pray to a pray to journey. And then when you're home again, home again, then, you know, looking to start a family or just having a nice time with your friends, then mm. you're probably cool enough. Okay. There's no yeah. exclusivity. You have a journey shrine on the ship and a hearth shrine at home. <laughs> Precisely. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Thanks. Okay. Not at all. We've asked enough from you. you Thanks. You Thanks take so it deceasy. Deceasy. Take it deceasy. What's your What's your uh, favorite, What's uh, your favorite color? What's your favorite color? Oh me, I like yeah. yellow. It's, okay. It's, it's quite nice. All right. Thanks. Yeah, nice. No worries. Hey, what's uh, What's your favorite color? <laughs> me. Yeah. Fuck me. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I go and find Captain Stone. <laughs> I want to know Gratchen's favorite color. <laughs> Can we um, all have a guess and then Gwathryn can tell us? I think it's either pink or green. Oh, Black. Yeah. It's got to be pink. It is green. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Pink, pink, pink is the, the level I'm, or the thing I do at the temple. That's not my, that's just, that's not my choice of rope. So Captain Stone, we found the petrol. Anyway, go off to Captain Stone. <laughs> we asked Captain Stone what her favourite colour is. As you all step out on the... <laughs> Captain Stone, um, no. in her, in her cabin. As you, uh. as you step up onto the main deck, um, you can see a large shadow falls across the ship. And as you look behind you, you can see a colossal Regent Company warship oh, has docked in the next jetty over Fuck. in the Maiden's Revenge. Oh, it's okay. We're not doing, we're not doing anything. You can see the gangplank is down and you hear a shout as soon as you all step out on deck. Oi, Wilkins! We see you! Well, shit, says Cat Dunnett. You see the market street is now eerily quiet, but for the closing of shutters and the bolting of doors. And you see a group of four soldiers, each armed with a heavy crossbow and mace, approaching you up the gangplank to your ship. At the head, a fifth figure in the uniform of a minor officer shoulders a long sword, grinning. You can sense Cat, every bone in her body is frozen up. The officer steps forward and uh, she says, Good morning. My name's Lieutenant Angela Bridewealth and I'm about to make you all very rich. I can offer you 5,000 crowns with no fuss and no mess if you hand over wanted criminal Stella Wilkins or... Things can get real fucking messy. She nods to Cat. Who, who's she talking to here? Like, she's talking to Cat. Uh, so she's talking to the four of you about Cat. Never oh. heard of them. Who's Stella? Yes, we don't know Watkins? who you're talking about. Was it Estelle Watkins? Don't know. Funny. You're very funny. I hope you bleed as funnily as you talk. I, I'm genuinely not lying. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I've never heard. Yeah, of no, I've I've never, I don't know who she's. Talking I think about. we do. I think Kat's told us that she's had several names in the past. Gwathryn, you know that um, this is her name, but okay. the rest of you genuinely don't. Okay, uh, so I, st- I stand by what I still, still, still said. <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Bridewell says, "Stop fucking about, would you? I'm talking about her. Whatever name she goes under now." Um, and uh, she gestures with this broadsword towards Kat. 5,000 crowns is enough to make a very nice life for a very long time. I'm sure you'd rather have that time than have it cut tragically short, wouldn't you? If there was someone here capable of cutting our time short, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, then. I take it she's not going to come quietly? You're not going to hand her over to us? Seems an awful lot like you're trying to threaten us, doesn't it? <laughs> well, make, let me make it a little clearer for you. She un- she, she pulls this longsword down from her uh, shoulder and kind of tosses it about in her hand a bit, and she says... Can I try and catch it while it's in between hands? I go quite and stop it. She's totally cool. She is. And she says, let me make it clear to you. Defying the Regent Company won't suit you well, visitors. I would like to stealthily create a distraction since we're technically not an initiative order since you haven't said roll initiative. Okay, what's the distraction you want to create? Um, I am going to... Throw three nips at her. <laughs> no. <laughs> <gonna> stay <laughs> Throw an octopus at her. You can if you want. No, because I've got a bunch of spells that will legitimately do that. So I can I can, I can, can do prestidigitation, which basically means I can make a loud noise far away. Like, I, I'm going to do something, and then I'm going to be like, run, cat, run! Um, that is my plan. All right, great. Cool. All right, so you are you going to press to digitate? I'm going to press to digitate, I believe. Right. Lovely. What are you press to digitating? Um, well, I'm just trying to see what I can actually legitimately press to digitate and how quickly and how far away I can do it. <laughs> it has um, a 10 how close cast am I? <laughs> it does not. <laughs> it does uh, it's one action, so it's fine. I'm going to ask her her favorite color. Okay. She says blood. Go on, Sasha. <laughs> awesome, fantastic. Uh, I am going to create a shower of sparks directly between her and her dudes. So there's like, she'll see like a flash behind her. So she's going to have to turn around. They're going to have to turn around. It's going to look really weird. And then I'm going to push Cat in the water. No, I'm not. But I'm going to do something. Are they on the gangplank between the water and the boat, though? They've stepped up onto deck. I... They're now stepping up in front of you. I would like to raise my hand as soon as it is my turn. I really want to say something cool and do something cool once the sparks. Okay, well go. let's let let's let Sasha do her yeah, yeah. first. Once the sparks. I'm going to cause a distraction and cause a shower of harmless sparks, please. Okay, so uh, I'm going to roll a wisdom check to see whether or not uh, this uh, Bridewealth and her crew are distracted. Um, two of them dart back, rolling natural ones, and tumble Whoa. over. <laughs> Uh, as they uh, scramble backwards the other two well the other (laughs) this is so good Uh, two of the others rolled a five and an eight so they're like whoa shit (laughs) Um, but her men are pussies (laughs) Bridewealth with a natural 20 keeps her eyes fixed on you all and she says very well let's do this the hard way she looks at Kat and she says I hope these people are worth me killing them it would be a long time to go for disappointment, Wilkins. Let's roll some initiative. Oh, damn, I wanted to do something so cool. Oh, okay, what did you want to do, Archie? I wanted to look her in the eyes and say, uh-huh. get off my boat, and then 300 kick her so she went flying <laughs> off. <laughs> you can try and do that on your turn. I rolled a 16 for initiative. I'm on 15 initiative. 16, please. Okay. Nine for me. That was so cool, uh, Sasha, getting two of them to jump off the boat. Yeah, that was 
that's great. <laughs> so good, so good. They, they didn't jump off the boat, they just fell over and they oh, are patting yes. frantically are they at their prone? Oh my gosh. Yes, they're prone. Yes. Uh, of Archie and Sally, who would like to go first? Do you mind if I go first, Sally? Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right. We begin and her crewmates go first. So this is going to be the one to her left. Um, so there are, there are four of them, is that right? Yes, there are four of them plus Bridewell, so five sure. total. Uh, so this one is going to uh, step forward and swing a mace towards uh, you, Sally, since it's obvious that you are the one. I uh, cast stealthily. <laughs> you can't cast stealthily at all. Stealthy sparks. Very stealthily when I cast. <laughs> and charismatic, may I ask. <laughs> that is going to be I'm a. I'm sexy and invisible when I'm I sure. cast spells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does an 11 hit your armor class? It does not. Does a 13 hit your armor class? Yes, it does. Oh, I'm sorry. 11 okay. also does. I tell a lie. Oh, no. Checked. Uh, so this uh, this thug brings this mace swinging in towards you. It smacks your right arm heavily and you take five points of bludgeoning damage. And then on the back swing, you take five more points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, the second thug who goes is going to be the one on Bridewell's right. Uh, they are going to step forward and they're going to go for you, Archie, considering the shit you were talking to their boss. Uh, so that is going to be an 18 to hit. My own class is 18. Very nice. So that meets it, beats it. So I do hit for that one, but the next one is an 8. Um, which can I just not. check? Doesn't Katayab have mm-hmm. a thing if he's really close to me where they have to re-roll? Yeah, if oh, he wants gosh. to use his, his reaction. Oh, does he have to use that? Yeah, so you have to. You don't. You oh, don't have fine. to, but you can use a reaction to invoke your protection fighter. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. Give him disadvantage. Uh, yes, if if you're within five feet of me, but don't, yeah, I you use don't my have reaction. to use any. Oh, reaction. So you don't have to use any. Anything. No. Cool. Cool. So I'll reroll that. Yes, please. Uh, with disadvantage instead of uh, advantage. So that first one that did hit now becomes a fourteen. No, so that first a swing and a miss. That first yes. mace hit uh, comes down. It looks like it's going to collide with your head, Archie, and then Katayab's uh, shield is there. Uh, shoves the mace hit out of the way. Uh, he tries on the back swing, but got your back, bro. The dexterity with which Katayab's uh, shoved it out of the way has unbalanced him, and the back swing you just step out of the way of easily, Archie. Next up, the third thug is the one that was prone. Uh, at the uh, at the back, so he is going to stand up, and he is going to uh, aim to hit with his crossbow, and he is going to um, yeah, he's going to aim at uh, you, Archie, as well. Ooh, Bring it. That's going to be a twenty-two. That is a hit. Uh, sorry, just a just a twenty. Uh, a 20. Five points of piercing damage as this heavy bolt <laughs> slams into your shoulder. Okay. Um, Barely. It. All right. Next up, it's Archie. What would you like to do? So, you can, if you like, pull this bolt out and sort of toss it away. Yeah, I'll definitely. I'll just pull it out and, and uh, I'll I'll chuck it at them. It's <laughs> a kind nice. of like oh. <laughs> they go ah my eyes. <laughs> um, what I would really like to do is is hurl. Uh, what's her name? Commonwealth. Bridewealth. Bridewell or Bridewealth. Bridewealth. Wealth. Okay, great. I would like to hurl bride wealth off the boat in some way very nice or, okay, or so you ideally can do her? a 300 kick <laughs> great okay so i'll tell you what uh you're gonna need to shove her back about 10 15 feet to get her to the railing that feels uh, like so a for lot. this 
Well, let's see. Why don't you go ahead and make me a contested athletics check? And let's see if her stra- her athletics and your athletics, if you win out, then you can shove her back and okay. then you can use your second attack to kick her off. Oh, fucking yes. All right. Oh, damn. That was nearly very good, but it ended up being a 12. You grasp her and you shove her back yes. catch her unawares yes. she's sort of gesturing with her, her long sword you grip her shoulders and you shove her if you'd like you can make an unarmed strike and if you hit her I will let you use it to kick her off the side of the <laughs> I'm so yes. excited and I go yes. now's, now's not the time for fancy toys Bridewealth you're on my ship now and that is a 19 19 19 boot check you see disbelief shock and outrage on her face she's never been treated like this in her life how dare you who do you think you are as you go ahead Archie tell me what you do I go get off my boat and I roll uh, am I rolling damage uh, no, you just describe how you kick her off and you kick her off. <laughs> I, Archie, having not got any weapons out, just like turns to the side and then like full on uh, pauldron to the solar plexus. Is that the stomach solar plexus? Yeah, it's like the end of the ribcage, I think. I go, have a nice dip and I boot her into the water. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, ah! <laughs> This has made my year. That is so delightful. <laughs> and she lands uh, in the in the harbour water in Frothpool. It's also like harbour water is not nice. It's got sort of all the explanations of all of the all the different ships. It's got sort of the 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 dead fish that fisher folk had tossed back in. It's grim water. Uh, you see, she she falls pretty far as well. Uh, so that is oof. Not only does she take a good amount of damage, um, but you see her surface glaring and she's got a mackerel like skeleton stuck in her very neat bow. Ah. She, she spits a little spout of angry water. Uh, the rest of the thugs look startled, completely startled at this. Um, and uh, Sally, it's your go. If you want to, you think that a successful intimidation check could get everybody else off their bo- off this boat. Oh damn! Okay, excellent. Um, or persuasion check, or whatever you want to do. Okay. Or you can cast sure. that. Sure. I I've got quite high intimidation, surprisingly, for such a small woman. Um, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. No. <laughs> okay, I'll follow Archie and be like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do without your captain? Huh? Huh? You want me to to do more sparks? Because you seem really freaked out by those boys." <laughs> <laughs> going to roll intimidation now amazing um <laughs> i rolled a natural one oh, no. <laughs> i have a plus four to intimidation and it doesn't help <laughs> Shit. you you step forward and you begin to threaten and then your voice cracks and you get hit just get punched in the face <laughs> Just no, a hilt you... of sword on face. <laughs> they let you talk and you try again. Yeah, the rest I, of this. I, can I say <laughs> it how it would have been said? Please. 
Yeah, and I did the sparks earlier, and I just think you should leave. Please, thank you, and thank you, and yeah. And that is how I say it. Archie applauds sadly. (laughs) (laughs) You you get him, Sal. as you as you do your best, suddenly you feel the waters around the ship beginning to churn. And slowly from the far side, the non-harbour side, you see rising from the water one, two, three long tentacles. Oh no! They grab for the side of the ship and just slide onto the deck. And out of the captain's quarters steps Captain Stern. She looks at them and with a natural 20 from intimidation, just raises an eyebrow. I didn't give you permission to step aboard. They freeze. You hear the distant sound of one of these fully armed thugs pissing himself. (laughs) She jerks her head and they scramble over each other to run down the gangplank, each of them sprinting away, leaving just a little pile of weed <laughs> in there. That's right, them. and we still have your weed. Yeah! <laughs> yes! We're Stern... keeping your weed, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Stern waves a hand, and the tentacles Whoa, slide back into not. the sea. And you see that the clouds above you that were beginning to swirl in a stormy way uh, just sort of return to this sort of gentle twilight sky. She steps forward and looks at Cat, and Cat seems to unfreeze. You see that Cat Cat didn't even roll initiative. She was shit scared of this. Um, and uh, she just says, Shit, sorry. Fuck, sorry, I didn't, I didn't think they'd find me. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. Cat looks at the four of you and she looks genuinely shocked that you didn't give her up. That's a big fucking bounty. Thank you all so much. Um, Captain in Captain Stern says, I think it's time we set sail, don't you? And she nods and uh, she looks over to you, Archie, and she says, Good work, Archie. Raise the anchor! Archie grins and from ear to ear and he looks over to see uh, Bridewell swimming in the water and he takes his blue velvet hat and he goes, something to remember me, my sucker, and throws it onto her head. <laughs> <laughs> it lands upside down and covers her eyes. She flounders and splashes back in the water. Her floundering comes at the perfect time for her thugs to be helping her out and she pulls two of them in. They were the two that that fell over as well. Uh, and then obviously they were hold, being held by the other two who also fall in. It's just a big fucking mess. As Ryuk and Astromora pull up the gangplank um, and uh, Deimos makes ready to sail and the Maiden's Revenge sails away from Frothport. Journey's bounty claimed and the pursuance of Cat Dunnit put to shame for now. And that is where we will end tonight's show. Yes. What an ending. So good. <laughs> Very so well done, gang. What a joy. Uh, let's speed round and uh, let's very quickly do everybody's socials. Uh, Talal, where can people find you? Uh, you find me at Talalaban, at Talalaban on all the socials. Come have a look. 
fantastic. Dan, where can people find you? You can find me on Dan Simpson Poet everywhere on social medias. How about you, Sash? Uh, at Sasha Galen on Twitter and Sasha Allen Comedy on Facebook. And John? At John Gracie on Twitter and at Fifty Shades of Gracie on Instagram. I am at Vic Hawley on Twitter and at Vic.Hawley on Insta. Come hang out. And if you're excited to watch weird, fun and funky things being done with music, why not check out Super Nothing TV with our fantastic live editor, Stocko. That is Super Nothing TV. If you have enjoyed our show, we would really appreciate it. If you dropped off a little lateral 20 in our Ko-Fi, I'm sure the link will be slid into chat. We would really appreciate it because it helps us keep the show going. If you had a laugh, uh, then why not buy us a Ko-Fi? and if you feel like donating monthly you could get your name mentioned just like the fantastic almost birthday girl Hannah or the incredible Nico uh, but anything that uh, we understand that it's a bit rough for everyone at the moment so yeah. anything you want or just telling your friends would be really appreciated uh, we really love this project and we would love to share it with the world you've been listening to Vicky's World starring Vicky Hawley John Gracie Sasha Ellen Dan Simpson and me Talal Karkuti. All our socials are in the podcast description. Give us a follow and say hi. Find Vicky's World RPG on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook and Insta to stay up to date with everything Vicky's World, including all of our live streams and the beautiful fan art that we get sent. If you like the show, please, please, please tell your mates. Nothing beats word of mouth and we really appreciate all the love we've been getting so far, but we're hungry for more. Thanks to Acast for hosting us and many, 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 many thanks to Adam Janotopazowski for the incredible music. This show was edited by yours truly. Logo is by Amber SDF and all our gorgeous artwork is by B. Watts. Theme song by me and John Gracie. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Down in Vicky's Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm hmm. 